0: Playful World Ministries presents Guess Who's Coming for Christmas, a five-part audio comedy drama written by Sandy Brownlee and originally produced for Family Life Network, Kevin Van Buren, producer. Over the next few days, we'll bring you this five-part Christmas special just to get you in the mood for the holidays and to maybe help you realize that your family's more normal than you thought. And along with the podcast, Denny and Sandy Brownlee will share some uh, inside information About how this radio drama came about, how it was produced, some backstory about our actors, and maybe a little food for thought. Some things to think about as you make your way through this holiday season. Most of all, we hope you just have fun and enjoy Guess Who's Coming for Christmas. And so, here they are. Uh, Well, okay, so here we are. The hosts of this podcast, Denny and Sandy Brownlee. Uh, Honey, who are we? We
1: are Playful World Ministries, and we named it that because we bring playful entertainment from a Christ-centered worldview. That's a logline, and that's what we put on our ministry, but it's true. We, we want to delight, we want to entertain, and we want to creatively express the truth. So that's what is playful, and we also create these worlds whether fictional or just you know, throwing a question out there, and we invite you to come in and play in these worlds with
0: us. Okay, I, I thought we were Denny and Sandy Brownlee. Oh. <laughs> what, what do I know? Oh. Um, but we are Denny and Sandy Brownlee, and our ministry is called Playful World Ministries.
1: I changed my name, actually, to Mrs. Playful World Ministry.
0: But that would have to make me Mr. Playful World Ministry
1: yeah and it means we almost have the same name. Wow oh, yeah. that is a marriage.
0: So anyway we, we <laughs> thought, we we, thought we, we we had a
1: I'm an idiot okay we,
0: we had some bad pizza one night and decided we would do this podcast. And because it's the Christmas season, we thought let's get a Christmas season podcast out there while we can while the season is young, as it were. And so, We went back and dug into the Denny and Sandy Playful World archives and found this gem called Guess Who's Coming for Christmas. And this was a story that Sandy wrote, and it was recorded as a radio drama. So it's more than an audio book. It's got all the bells and whistles of a real drama, And as you will see coming up shortly.
1: And who doesn't love a bell and a whistle? Together. in a big yellow school bus. (laughs)
0: What is in your tea? Um, Who doesn't love a big yellow school bus? How many? I wish I had a buck for every time I've heard that.
1: I hated this school bus.
0: Okay, enough of that. So we thought we'd bring you this story, and we may eventually do just that if we can rein ourselves in for a moment. This was originally done for Family Life Network, a place that we used to work in ministry uh, in western New York area. And The Radio Signal covered a lot of Pennsylvania and New York. And Kevin Van Buren was our ever-capable producer. He loved putting together radio dramas. Oh, yeah. Bells, whistles, the whole bit.
1: He loved the Foley. He loved the Foley. It was Mr. Foley.
0: And Foley is simply a technique for making sound effects. Uh, Anyway. Kevin produced it. We had a great troupe of actors in the area. and We'll get into them a little bit more here. And our beloved director, Darren Litz, put all of it together, and we had this ongoing episodic story throughout the Christmas season.
1: Yep. And it is, as most Christmas stories are, it's about family and the wonderful dysfunction of family at Christmas. Indeed. (laughs) As
0: you said, we we put the fun in dysfunctional.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be just that. I do want to ask you, um so Sandy, you wrote this. I did not. You this was entirely your baby out of your little brain. Ow. Yeah. And when push came to shove, you you birthed I'm sorry. But you wrote this story now and tell us how we got to needing wanting a, a story for a radio drama.
1: Well, at Family Life, that was part of my job is to come up with something. And I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to do something that would have some humor to it, that would also kind of flip a story on its head. So most Christians, and non-Christians, I'll even say, know about the prodigal son, the son that ran away from home to do his own thing. Well, this story is about the prodigal mother. Wait, what? The prodigal mother, the mother who ran away from home, and comes back wow. for Christmas.
0: This must be like the New Living Translation or something. It, it is. <laughs> so rather than the son that runs away, which usually is the case, we're talking about a mother running away from home. Well, that's got a lot of baggage attached to it, literally and figuratively. And yeah. So we're going to unpack that and uh, tell the story of Gary and Carolyn Harbin and Maddie, who's Gary's mother.
1: And a surprise guest that she brings
0: along. It's Guess Who's Coming for Christmas.
2: Gary and Carolyn Harbin are getting ready for the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas. A quiet Christmas, a simple Christmas, filled with no surprises except the ones wrapped with paper and ribbons. After all, Christmas is no laughing matter. It's meant to display a perfect house and perfect harmony, all perfectly empty. Especially since Gary's mother disappeared from their lives six years ago. Now, in the midst of the Harbin's perfectly predictable Christmas, chaos comes calling, in more ways than one. Guess who's coming for Christmas? <laughs> uh, it, it's not centered. What? The tree. It's not centered in the window. So? So, everybody's going to say, what's wrong with the Harbins? Their tree's not centered. That's silly, Gary. Nobody's going to say that. Knock,
0: knock. Hey, guys.
2: Uncle Raymond. Merry Christmas.
0: Oh, Merry Christmas. Hey, your tree's not centered.
2: We We know. know. Come on, it will only take a minute. Just help me with this, with the table. Good grief, just like his father. Oh, there.
3: Isn't that better? Now it's off-center in the living
2: room. Yeah, but it's centered in the window. Ugh. Uncle Raymond. Raymond. Ray, what are you doing? Football.
0: The big bowl game.
2: I brought my own chips.
0: <laughs>
2: Come on, hon. How about a cup of coffee? <laughs> I don't know why you keep inviting him over, Caroline. I mean, he's just... He doesn't have anybody since Ruth died.
3: Besides, he's your mother's... Brother...
2: Thanks. Here.
3: Help me with the salad. You chop.
2: So, um, did the mail come?
3: Just a couple of cards. Uh, Jen and Bill sent pictures this year. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just... Um, nothing else? I mean, did UPS or... She
3: hasn't sent anything, huh?
2: Huh? Your mom. Mom? I wasn't referring to mom. Oh, I was Gary, thinking...
3: Lynn, Harbin, you've been watching the mail for three weeks now. Don't you tell me you haven't
2: been looking for at least a card. All right, all right. But six months... Six months without a word? I I mean, it's bad enough she ran out on us six years ago. Ran
3: out? Oh, please. You practically
2: chased her out of your father's funeral. (laughs) She wanted some new-age hocus-pocus, scatter-his-ashes-to-the-wind ritual. I mean, give me a break. She was confused. She was nuts. Dad would have gone ballistic, especially since he got all religious before he died.
3: Well, I think he got sweet.
2: Different, at least. I mean, if he made peace with his maker, good for him. I'll say. Uh What's that supposed to mean?
3: Uh Well, your father could be a bit...
2: Opinionated. Uh, well, yeah. Strong-willed. I suppose. Domineering. Okay. okay so my dad fine. was maybe a little bit controlling, but but I still don't get uh, why Mom left.
0: Time. I need a snack.
3: Oh, who was that, Ray? Huh? On the phone.
0: Oh, uh, that was Maddie. That Maddie? Was funny, Maddie?
2: You mean Mom? I, 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 what did she want? Nothing much. How about some cheesecake? No, Raymond. <laughs> what did she say?
0: Huh? Oh, uh, just called to say she was coming home for Christmas. What? what?
2: for Christmas no big deal. Forget she hasn't called or written or even... Ow!
3: Good grief, Gary. What are you doing up there? Hanging the wreath! With what? Railroad spikes? Oh! Oh, you didn't... Yes! That's what you get for using the house as a punching bag. Come on in, hon. Let me take a look at it. I
2: can't. I gotta put up some more lights and then I gotta your get Your mom to the...
3: is coming to see you, not the decorations. Yeah, right. Gary. All right, all right. I'm coming. Be careful. And take your boots off. <sighs>
2: I can't believe you're see me. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Gary's finished, That's Uncle gone. Raymond. Turn it down. Now, an ice pack and hot cocoa will make it all better.
2: But I still have to get out there and Shh. finish... Here, put this on your thumb. But, Caroline, you don't Honestly, understand... you are worse than your father. Sorry. Do you want to talk about it? No. Yes. I don't know. I mean, what does it say? She disappears for no good reason. Ahem. <clears throat> Okay, we had a little fight. Little? I suppose that's why she wouldn't answer the phone. Well, Wouldn't I, come to the door. I, I, I know, Put her but... house on the market the day after the funeral. Okay, a big fight. But come on, six years without a word? <clears throat> so we got a few postcards. And? And gifts. And? And phone messages. <clears throat> leaving phone numbers. Okay, okay, maybe I dropped the ball a little too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Here you go. Marshmallows? No. I don't get it. She wasn't like this when Dad was alive. She was so... Invisible? Uh Huh? Oh, never mind. Ah, that cocoa looks good. Careful, honey. it's... (sighs) Hot. Oh, now
4: what? Oh, no, Gary, wait. I better get it. I've got it. No, honey, it might be your... Merry Christmas. Here we are. Oh, Caroline, dear. I have missed you so much. (sighs) Maddie! Oh, it's so good to see you again.
2: <coughs>
4: um, Gary. Mother. Oh, come here, girl. That's a good girl. Come here. Get to hush. Here's the luggage, oh, Boy, what you got in here, Cleveland? Uh, excuse me. Who? who? Hey, hey, hey! Who's your daddy? <laughs> Silly. This is Maury. <laughs> Don't you just love him? I know I do. <sighs> Now, hush, that's a good puppy. (laughs) Uh, Caroline, I love what you've done with the place. Oh, thanks. And the porch, is that new? No, not really. We added that shortly
3: after you.
2: (laughs) Well. Well.
4: Well, um. Well, well, well. If we go any deeper, we're going to air (laughs) water. I'm Maury. Maury Green. But you can call me Mo. Oh, Maury. Oh, Mr. Green. Just call me. I'm in the book.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. Where are my manners? I'm Caroline. Uh, the back of that head watching TV is Raymond. And, well, this, of course, is Maddie's son,
1: Gary.
4: Gary, I can tell. He has your eyes, Maddie. And beautiful eyes they are, Cupcake. Cupcake? Uh, coffee,
3: anyone? Well, I guess... Fine. fine. <laughs> I'll get some. Won't we, Gary? Huh? But I thought uh, I was... Gary gonna... Kitchen. Please...
4: I think they're handling it quite well, don't you? Well, at least they haven't called the police... yet. Oh, did you hear that? Now
2: just calm down. Cupcake! He called my mother Cupcake! So, your mother has a boyfriend. Boyfriend? Well, he's not her valet. A a boyfriend at her age? She's just 62, Gary. I don't care if she's 32. (laughs) She's bringing another man into my father's... Excuse me? Into my house. She's got a man in my house. Ugh, you're impossible. Come on. Oh, she can't be serious. I mean, this is nuts. Uh, I beg your pardon. Nuts? Uh, anybody want nuts? I'll just go get some. Nuts?
4: I don't need. <laughs> Maddie says I'm nuts enough already. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mmm, mm, That coffee smells wonderful. <laughs> well, I um, I must say this is a pleasant surprise. Surprise. Didn't Ray tell you? Ray. Raymond, didn't you tell them? Tell them
0: what? Oh, you mean the email? Knew I was forgetting something.
4: I emailed him two weeks ago telling him we were coming. I am so sorry. No wonder you seem shocked to see us. I thought maybe it was the shirt. (laughs) I got it at Marshall's. A little loud, but it was on sale.
3: (laughs) Oh, well, now that explains a lot. Uh, but you could have just emailed
4: us. Well, uh, your address has changed, and no one let me know your new one. Well, anyway, I can see you weren't expecting us, uh, Maury dear. What time is it? Time to find a motel, my little the fish. Seriously, it's five thirty Eastern Standard. Look, that—that's my dad's pocket watch. I can't. Shh. Be- sh- sh- you're right. I'm sure we can find a hotel room somewhere. Come on, dear. Nonsense. You're staying right here. Huh? I mean, uh uh-huh. Are are you sure it wouldn't be an imposition? Good heavens, no. I have two extra rooms. You're more than welcome to no, dear. We just need one. You see, we're married.
0: (laughs) So, as you heard, Gary gave us a little spit take there, and I think it gave all of us a collective spit take. Um,
1: I'm spit taking right now. In my brain, I'm doing a spit
0: take. That's good because if it got on your computer, that might be an issue. But uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, the little surprise ending there is just the kind of thing that a really good storyteller does. And that's what my wife did. As you can see, Miss Sandy is quite the storyteller. And so talking a little more about that, it's not just what you do. Storyteller is kind of who you are, right?
1: That's right. And, I mean, that's true. I mean, everybody is wired by God whether you're a Christian or not, you're wired and built into you are certain gifts. But those gifts really don't blossom and bring life to the world unless you're in Christ. And if you're in Christ, you are uniquely gifted to express him in the world.
0: Exactly. Yeah, he made me a joy bringer. And I say that not in bragging or anything like that. I actually heard God say that to me one time when I was on a walk and I was doing anything but bringing joy to anybody, I was angry and venting at God, and he called me a joy bringer. And it's it's what I like to do. There's nothing I love more than to watch people light up and feel good about what's going on and laugh and so on. So you combine what Sandy does as a storyteller with what I do as a doofus that likes to bring joy, <laughs> and we have a ministry that is Considered Playful World Ministries. That's what we call it because that's kind of who we are when you throw the ball Mm -hmm. together.
1: Yeah. As a matter of fact, our log line is creating playful entertainment from a Christ-centered worldview.
0: Right. And our motive is to bring laughter and healing to our audience. Yep. So that's what God created us to do. And here's the deal. Sometimes people consider these really special gifts. Oh, you guys are... talking. Don't talk like that. I shouldn't talk like no, that. No, no. But people seem to think what we have is, is special sometimes, and I always turn it right back around and say what you have is special. Every one of us has something special going on. I don't know if you've, ever, you've read the book The Shack, and, and it's kind of a unique take on the whole God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But one of the things that he constantly says about anybody is, and God is especially fond of him. God's especially fond of her.
1: God's especially fond of you.
0: Exactly. And he gave you special gifts. Now, they might not be broadcasting gifts or things like that or writing, but whatever they are, you know what they are. You know what you're really good at and what gives Mm -hmm. you just great pleasure to do. And here's the hint. You know it's from God if, one, you love doing it, and two, it brings him glory. It edifies other people. It makes other people's life better by what you do. And you can see the hand of God in it. That's how you know it's from him. So whatever your gift is, I hope you're using it. And if you're not, and if you're just frustrated because I know I've got a gift I'm supposed to share with the world and help others have a better day because of it, I strongly suggest you go after it and, and pursue it.
1: There are no unspecial gifts.
0: That's exactly right. You know, I remember typing class. We actually had typing classes when I was young, you know, in high school. And I fumble around trying to use all my fingers and just just poorly typing. And I'd see, I can think of one girl in particular, just rattling those keys. I mean, from day one, she was good at it. I'm like, that's a gift. It may not get lots of headlines, but it's a gift that you're to use. All right. So uh, enough with all of that. Sandy and I the gifts we have we want to give back to you and we've been doing this sort of thing almost our entire marriage writing and performing specifically for God's purposes for ministry yeah. if you will and
1: doing funny stuff for God mhm
0: so be it you know we've been on stage and television and radio and film and now podcasting but we do it as ministry mm-hmm. God gave us these gifts and we want to give back to him and and maybe give you some fun in the process too but it's a ministry. And as such, we actually, well, we've worked for various ministries, be it our church or we worked for a radio ministry for many years. We worked for a television ministry before that. And now we are still a ministry of Playful World Ministries. We're part of ACT, which is Artists in Christian Testimony.
1: And they provide our nonprofit umbrella. It's great. I mean, it's an army of artists expressing Christ in the world through their art.
0: And as such, because they provide that umbrella of nonprofit status, 501c3 for you accounting types, that means that, one, we are supported, and two, those support gifts are considered tax-deductible. And so being that this is the Christmas season, not only is it the season of giving, but it's also near the end of the year, and this is when people begin to think about their year-end giving to charitable contributions— Uh, in order to not have to give it to the government. Give it to somebody who's doing some good. (laughs) That's as political as I'm going to get, all right? (laughs) But this is that time of year when uh, gift-giving is so essential, especially to us ministries.
1: Yeah, I mean, we do this as a calling. Mm -hmm. And just like the missionaries in your church and your church itself, we feel like we need a family around Mm -hmm. us who see what we see or at least believe in what we do that is needed in the world. And we invite you in to be part of that family and be a supporter. I mean, financial is part of that, but more than that, praying for us, communicating with us, us communicating with you, just becoming a team, a Mm -hmm. family, however you want to look at it together. And it's a calling for you, too, to support us.
0: And, and that's a great point, Sandy, that this isn't one of those arm-twisting, you should do this or feel guilty if you don't and that sort of thing. This would be a calling if God is uh, laying it on your heart to be one of our financial partners or our prayer partners or just uh, laying it on your heart to tell other people, hey, this is pretty good stuff. You ought to listen to it. Whatever the case may be, all of that helps support what we're doing and helps allow us to keep doing what we're doing. So we've made it very simple for you. If you go to the show notes of this podcast, you'll see uh, some descriptions of what we're doing, but you'll also see something called Giving Fuel. There's a link that takes you to the Giving Fuel page for Denny and Sandy in Playful World Ministries, and they make it very simple for you to add a contribution there if God's leading your heart to do that. Mm -hmm. So we invite you to check that out and consider that. In the meantime, we'll close this out for today. We've got five episodes we're we're doing this through. So this was episode one. We have four more episodes of this story. So, Sandy, as we wrap our brains around next time around, what would you say?
1: I would say, who is this guy, Maury? And why is Maddie so happy?
0: Would you like me to close it out?
1: Yes, close it out with your radio voice.
0: The Don Pardo voice? Yes, that's right, Dan. All right. Uh, Who is Maury, and why is Maddie so happy? Find out in our next episode. Tune in again next time for Guess Who's Coming for Christmas. I mean, something like that.
1: Yeah, something like that. I think we just closed it out.
0: Oh, are we? Well, okay, the music started playing. I guess that's it. We'll see you next time. Okay.